most of my reflection I felt was in the rosary. And as I pondered in the passion of Christ, his silence, I had a few thoughts on silence. I want to read to you in a minute here. Silence accompanies every moment of Jesus' passion. The silence needed to live fully his mission. He is silent as the soldiers strip him of his garments. The silence that keeps him fully centered in glorifying his father and conquering all darkness through perfect love and humility. Silence keeps him focused on his goal, where he is going, to the cross. The silence that allows him to receive every blow, mockery, piercing, and suffer it for our redemption and salvation. The silence that maintains him, despite all the forces of Satan being lashed upon him, in his Father's embrace with the Holy Spirit. Jesus' silence as he is stripped, pierced, mocked, and spat on, reveals God's humility. For us human beings, growth in humility is actually the opposite. Each of us have become who we are not, egocentric, self-centered, self-willful, prideful. Life is centered on us. And my sisters, the more we truly enter the path of Christ that he has given us, the more we see the truth of how our lives are truly centered on us. Therefore, we must allow God to strip us of our eye. We must allow ourselves to be stripped of all our desires to be honored, respected, recognized, liked, praised, because they are rooted in our ego. I feel more and more all the last reflections my heart has given you that God has been placing in my heart is to prepare each of us for the retreat this year. This year, for the first time, we are entering the first nail of crucifixion. And it is so difficult, that nail of crucifixion, that even 
the coming together of this retreat has been very slow and labor laboring. I felt very united to Natalie, who gave birth to Penelope, and it was such a long labor and slow. Well, that's how this retreat is. And we have to ask ourselves this Lent some questions that are rooted in our identity. But one of the things, well, let me just give you the questions first and then we'll go to the next thing. Am I truly one body, one blood, one sacrifice, one suffering in Jesus Christ? Do I participate intimately with Jesus in his suffering? When something I desire is taken from me, when I am mocked, disrespected, pierced, or wounded, do I enter the right kind of silence that moves me immediately to suffer with Christ for the soul hurting me? Or do I lash out? You see, Jesus' silence flows from being perfectly who he is and knowing his mission and where he is going. Our growth in true humility and holy silence is always, always, always united to growth in living more authentically who each of us are in Christ. There was power in Jesus' silence, and there continues to be the power of God in Jesus' silence in the Eucharist. We have to look and come to know our silence. When we enter the passion of Christ and his silence, that is true silence. But many times our silence can be rooted in fear. We become silent because we're fearful of being rejected or mocked or abandoned and on and on. Or our silence can be rooted in actual resentment and revenge. All of this silence that we all practice and know well is toxic silence. Because at the root of our silence is impure heart. And therefore, the path of the work of the Holy Spirit always brings us into our hearts, into the depth of our hearts to allow the mercy of God to cleanse us. So I want to just end this short reflection by going back 
to our identity, mission, and where we are going. Because my sisters, even now in the world, with all that is taking place, we have to see and understand our identity and mission in the midst of everything that's taking place around us. Do we realize and believe that God created us from the beginning of time specifically for these times? He had already created us and chosen us to be the image and likeness of his beloved son crucified. Do we realize that the image and likeness being restored in a mother and missionary of the cross is love crucified? It is the Jesus crucified we were pondering through this whole rosary. The more that I am rejected, set aside, humiliated, forgotten, the more I resemble the Lord. But as long as what is in my heart, the perfection isn't in how I live that. The perfection is in humility and purity of love. And many times the humility and purity of love is lived in constantly being transparent with God and bringing him as he would constantly tell St. Faustina, my misery, my incapacity to love purely. To bring him the misery of seeing constantly my pride, my self-love, and bringing that into the silence and humility of Jesus' passion to be cleansed and purified in his mercy. If we are faithful, to that constant growth, to that constant humility of transparency, we will, because God promises us, be restored in his image and likeness and die, each of us as saints. I am a mother of the cross. That's who I am. I am God's victim of love. I went back to our website last night and I was reading the identity and mission of a mother of the cross. I love because it's, it's so beautiful to, for me to read it constantly. And I'll just give you two sentences that I read last night. One was this at the beginning of our identity. Through Mary, our mother of the cross, we are one body, one blood, 
one sacrifice, one suffering in Jesus Christ for love of him and the salvation of souls. That is authentically, purely who I am. And the stripping that must take place in each of us is everything that exists in us still that is not who that who we are in the purest essence that God created us to be here on earth. What is my mission and your mission? It tells us my mission. It says the mothers of the cross are called to participate intimately with Jesus in his suffering for souls as one with the mother of sorrows. That's my mission and yours. To participate intimately. Our prayer of the rosary today was a intimate participation in the sufferings and love of Christ's heart. And that intimate participation must transfer over into the daily, ordinary dealings of our life. We are, I am, you are holy warriors. My identity and yours is to be a woman warrior. Full of zeal and courage. Like Felicity and Perpetual. Perpetual. <laughs> Thank you. Those were holy women warriors. Therefore, our femininity needs to continue to be healed. We are warriors called to fight with Mary. That is my identity and mission. Satan and my sisters, the Lord tells us that in order to fulfill our identity and mission, there are virtues we must grow in. And part of our mission statement says this. They are meaning the mothers of the cross. Ordinary lives lived in simplicity. Humility, interior silence, and prayer. I heard very much a call from the Holy Spirit. I know moved by our Blessed Mother, bringing us to a greater level of humility. And I feel that that is what the Spirit is preparing us for, for this retreat. In my deep conversations with Hector, he taught me something really beautiful about the path, and I'm going to share it with you in the retreat. But he showed me that the path brings us to three levels of humility. And I really see that the Lord is We've been preparing me and I've been walking this closely with 
our brother Hector and Yvette, and he's preparing to really bring us into the second level of humility. And so I really ask you that these last few teachings that the Spirit has placed in my heart through a lot of struggle, through a lot of prayer, through a lot of contemplation, through a lot of tears, to really take to heart so that you can come. Our retreats are very short. And entering the first nail of crucifixion is, is very profound. And entering the second level of humility is also very difficult. And I feel that what the Spirit has been doing these past few weeks is helping us prepare our hearts to receive this grace from God. So please take seriously the reflections, live them, meditate them. This Lent is very important for our transformation. Continue to enter into the silence of Jesus Christ's passion through the scriptures.